Hey guys, welcome back to Pocket Counselor. This is your host, Mike Rob. Uh, remember, you can always tweet at the show at Mike Rob LMHC or email me directly at Mike Rob Counselor at gmail.com. And that's Rob with two B's. So I hope you've been doing well, surviving COVID, uh, keeping somewhat calm during quarantine and all the unrest that we've been going through. It's been a pretty wild summer, I have to say. It's um, definitely the most unique one I've been through. And, uh, you know, I was thinking for today's show as people kind of begin to come back uh, into socialization and the world is slowly reopening a lot of people are looking for counseling so what I thought we'd talk about today is what to look for in a counselor what are uh, some tips that I have for you finding your own counselor and so that's going to be the subject of today's show I think that the number one misconception people have about counseling is that you have to find one and pick it, pick them, and stay with them. And that's not true. Uh, There's a lot of great resources for finding different counselors. There's basic Google search. There's Psychology Today uh, is a main one. There's a lot of different ways to find a counselor. What are some things you might look for? I think a background of experience, a wide variety, you want to look for that. You preferably want to look for somebody who is licensed. And that can take many different forms depending on the type of degree that that person has. Um, Could be an LMHC, an LCSW, But at the end of the day, it's basically all the same. As long as they have a licensure, it means they are fully uh, vetted in your state. They've taken examinations. They've done internships. It's basically the board certification of the therapy world. So I would highly suggest you look for that. What else would I look for? Obviously, you want someone you feel comfortable with. So, depending on who that is, who you are and who you are looking for, think about who you feel comfortable talking to regularly. Um, Gender may play a role. If so, all of the sites I just mentioned have a filter for that. Um, Age may play a role. Maybe you're looking for someone a little bit older than you, younger than you. I would also suggest when you look on any person's website, one thing I've noticed, and it's a pet peeve of mine, I'm sure there's a lot of great counselors out there who do write this nonetheless. Um, A pet peeve of mine is when counselors say, I specialize in depression and anxiety. 
And if you're a long-time listener of the show, you understand that those are the most common mental illnesses that there are. It would sort of be similar to if you found a doctor who said, um, well, I, I really specialize in the common cold. Uh, you might question that doctor a little bit. So I would look at, you know, if they are solely an anxiety therapist, that's okay. Um, but generally speaking, they should have a little bit more of a range of disorders that they're comfortable with on their page. They should tell you a little bit about their experience, their education, and notice how they kind of write on their page. You get a sense for the person. Does it seem rigid and like it could apply to literally anybody, or does it seem specific to them? And I think that that's something to kind of look for that authentic part of who they are and what they're like. See if you get their personality. Uh, finding a good therapist takes time. You may have to go to a couple. Don't feel shy to call the therapist up and just ask some questions. You can have the uh, best advertisement or the best web page known to mankind uh, and it doesn't substitute for talking to them getting to know what they're like over the phone hearing how they talk their tone of voice how they interact with you all of those things are crucial and no good therapist will reject you know, two minutes, five minutes to talk to you and see if they can help you. As a matter of fact, I would contend that a good therapist will want to know what's going on briefly to see if they are able to help you. I don't think it's good to call a therapist and, you know, they say, oh, yes, I'm available in 20 minutes. I'll take you, um, you know, unless you're in a crisis or something, that's uh, probably someone without a lot of business or someone who isn't interested in getting the full clinical picture of you. Other things, there's been a lot of research on actually what makes therapists good. And to be truthful, and this is an industry secret I should probably not be saying, um, it has very little to do with what you know and actually a lot to do with who you are. They came up with, through a ton of statistical uh, data, they came up with different factors that make a good therapist. Uh, being genuine is a trait that they say is very important. And, you know, open, someone who's easy to talk to, someone who is... Uh, congruent in their speech with their uh, values and ideals. Basically, it's the personality and the type of person they are. Are they warm? Are they empathetic? Do they listen well? Those are the things you want to look for. Not necessarily education and um, 
the, the different fancy skills that they have, even those those play a role, they don't substitute for the other factors. If you really want to know more about this, there's a lot of research by, I believe it was Hubble, Duncan, and Miller, and they, do, they did a great deal of research on what makes a therapist a good therapist. Another thing that I would really highly suggest is get somebody close to you. Because your first call to a therapist, clearly you're in a lot of pain or something is motivating you to change. And that first call comes very naturally. The first uh, visit, you might drive however far to get in to see them. But believe me, after a while, you know, it might be six months, but there will be a day when you think, ah, we've kind of been going over everything. I'm feeling okay. I don't want to drive a half hour away today. So I would suggest getting someone who's close to you. Um, it's going to save you a lot of headache in the future. Also, you know, make sure you get someone who takes your insurance or is in your price range. And don't necessarily associate um, a higher cost per session with better quality. It, it doesn't necessarily go that way at all. Um, you want to find someone who's affordable and want to find somebody who is realistic with the amount of money they charge. And of course, this will change depending on where you are. If you're in a major city, you know, if you're in New York City, that's going to be a very different uh, price range than if you're in a small suburban area. So keep these things in mind. Um, you know, and during your first session, see if they listen, see if you feel comfortable with them, just see if their style works. And if it doesn't, don't give up on the process. Try a different therapist. Uh, insurance is fine with you going to therapy or switching therapists. That's not an issue at all. And, you know, it's something where it's worth trying it until you get it right. And... You'll know when you do. It's not something you really have to overanalyze, but, you know, uh, someone you're comfortable with, with an office that's close by. Um, you know, I, I think there's some things that you maybe wouldn't think of, but parking, make sure they have parking uh, that's, you know, close to where it is. It's safe. Um, even the room you're in, make sure it's comfortable for you. Try to take notice of all of those things. And, you know, if it's something you decide to do, tweet at the show. Let us know what you think, uh, what you see as a uh, criteria that you evaluated your therapist for. So keep us posted, and we'll talk to you next time right here on Pocket Council.